You don't have to always wait on us to smoke. You can smoke. <laughs> I, I wake up smoking. Hi, mystery. You wake up at three in the morning and hear a rustling in the kitchen. When you get there, there's a giant hairy beast rummaging through your refrigerator. It's too Mom? early. Nope, it's just your naked roommate going for a 3 a.m. glass of milk. It's time for another episode of High Mystery. That's right, it's a podcast where we smoke weed and we talk about the mysteries in our universe. Today will be no different. Thank I'm God. Colin. I'm Tristan. I'm Mike. And I'm Robert. That's right, we have our wonderful guest with us today, Mike Ramon Perea. No. Welcome <laughs> to the studio, sir. What's up, everybody? Very glad Thank to you have for you. Having me. Thank I know you. Mike from uh, when I was working at a LA distributor, uh, Edibles List, and I met him there, and he's one of the coolest dudes I knew from there, and also came and supported a Second City show that I did. So he's top notch. <coughs> On top of that, if you're a hardcore fan, you might recognize him from an earlier episode in season one. One of our first. One of our first. It's um, true. We yeah. actually mention your episode a lot. And just, uh, also on YouTube, uh, Pornhub, Grinder, We also um, have a couple audience members with us in the studio today if they want to give a little shout out. What's up, people? Woo! Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, it's a very special episode. I'm very excited. Uh, today is Collins Cryptids. Whoa, we got weed to smoke first. Yeah. We got weed to smoke Jesus, first. Jesus, I can so say excited. what it is. My God. <laughs> he was okay, so mum right. about it earlier. Now he just can't wait to say. You know it's a Collins cryptids. So I'm gonna right. hold off on telling you which cryptid. <laughs> yeah, don't get my appetite too wet before we. I don't want to drool all over these blunts. Well, right now we're passing around joints that Mike's been rolling. This is the f second time we've been smoking at the intro. Uh, the first time was the first time Mike was on. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We are already passing around two or three joints right now. Uh, what are we smoking? Nothing but the best, baby. <laughs> Does it have a strain name for our listeners? Yeah, we got uh, Georgia Pie and Yellow Fruit Stripes. All uh, right. Lemoncello. I will say, Mike, you're one of our top-notch guests. Like, not only do we smoke lots of weed, but you, I think you bring the most weed out of any guest we've ever had. That's and, my goal. Yeah. In life, wherever I go. I, I fully appreciate weed. that goal. <laughs> I commend you. And we love you for it, sir. <laughs> Did you say we're smoking limoncello? Yeah. Limoncello! That was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> this guy couldn't believe that you were a better singer than a ukulele player. <laughs> I, know what saying. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm out of many talents. Yeah, doesn't he like introduce himself in song? <laughs> Hello, my name is Colin Turner. <laughs> I always liked smoke or drinking limoncello in college because I got to do a little operetta every time we bought it at the store or whatever. <laughs> I mean, why else do you buy alcohol if not to sing? Yeah. <laughs> to sing its praises. Indeed. I've got a couple Rollies here waiting for us, and inside they've got a mix of a bunch of different strains. I've got some Mimosa. I've got some Blue Skittles with a Z, so Blue Skittles, I Skittles. guess, and some Lava Cake. So um, I, too, have a blunt that is packed. 
hopefully we'll get to it. <laughs> if not, it's, we got a Patreon. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, it is Platinum Bubba. Um, I got it from that uh, patient perennial partnership. No, <laughs> I can't remember. Something up here that yeah, sells yeah, weed. Yeah. I've got Good the, shout out. Good shout the, out. I've got the business card. I'll <laughs> find solid. it. I'll find it eventually. Oh, it's, it's right there, that thing on the... Yeah, thank you much. UPA, United Patients uh, yes, Alliance. United, Unified Patients Unified Patients Alliance. Okay. Um, and uh, it's packed in a uh, high hemp wrap, a blazing cherry high hemp wrap. Nice. Uh, this will definitely be one of our stoniest episodes. Mike really brings that hot fire. Uh, as, he, as he should. As he and should. I appreciate it. Uh, but we also have our usual amount of weed sitting on the table as well. So today will definitely be a... Red Banner Day, as they say. <laughs> sure. uh, which cues me to say, if you are not smoking or partaking in any weed of any kind... Um, we're very disappointed. Yes. Yeah, as you, you should be in your state. We're not mad, yeah. we're just disappointed. Just move out of your state if it's illegal. Uh, Can't you just move? Yeah, <laughs> just move your house. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> just relocate your entire life just to smoke with us legally? <laughs> you could always break the law, too. Sure. <laughs> We've all done it. Now, Mike, you're clearly a master weed smoker. I assume you've been doing it for a long time. Uh, I got my black belt in smoking weed when I was 12. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, a prodigy, if you will. Is that when you first started smoking? or uh, no. do, you, do you have a definitive? Uh, yeah, yeah. First time I started smoking, uh, I was seven years old. And uh, that's the first person who's beat me and Rob on the show. I we're just, both, like, yeah, very I young. Eighth, ninth grade. My dad sold weed and, and my mom smoked weed. Everybody smoked weed. So one day I got home from school. I was the first one home and I just went to her room and the bong was already packed and I just hit it. I mean, how could you pass it? It's like <clears throat> they're calling. It's all set up, ready to go. It's yeah. just sitting it's on like the, the table calling with the golden light right? behind it and the sound of sirens going. Oh. That was a holy moment. Yeah, the burning bush, all that Come shit. Come to us, Mike. I mean, and partake, Mike. <laughs> At such a young age, were you like, because I know the first time that I smoked it was cigarettes, but I didn't, like, inhale. I would just put it in my mouth and then blow it out for, like, the longest time. I feel like that's impossible to do with a bong. Like, right. on a bong, yeah. you got to hit Yeah, it. you could see that you're clearing that sucker. Yeah. No, I was laid out. <laughs> <laughs> I was laid out. Yeah, because a lot a of people, they don't session, experience it at first. Took a nap. Understandably, seven years yeah. old probably put you on your ass. Yeah. And it sounds like, you know, your family wasn't a novice to weed so the stuff that was around was probably good stuff well no back then it was there was no such thing really it was all the same shit it was all yeah, just packed mexican fucking yeah. weed you had to get the seeds out of it and <clears throat> sometimes it had red hairs sometimes it was skunk weed which yeah. was like seasonal you didn't have that all year mm -hmm. every once through the season you get like some skunk weed or some good you know green looking weed but besides that year round you had this brown mexican weed and, and we loved this shit you know that's what we smoked when we were little. We loved that shit. We didn't right. complain. We didn't have all these strange little fuckers out. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. Yeah, I remember smoking 25 a quarter stuff back in Kentucky. That just, you could tell it comes out of a brick. And like, it's the only way I ever afforded a quarter pound was buying that dirt. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's get started, right? Sure. While okay. you're doing that, I'm going to get Lou. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, were, we left Lou outside. That's right. That. <laughs> Shame. Shame. The little dog that runs around our house. Torpedo! <laughs> 
let Rob edit this down. We definitely forgot. No, this is this is quality podcast material. <laughs> this is what the people Just want. Just crinkling of us right. doing stuff. <clears throat> Hitting joints. Oh, there he is. The Lou. Hi, buddy. There he is. Okay, Lou's back. Eventually, he'll just come pass out on the bed. <laughs> All right. There you go. Okay. I hope no one is afraid of dogs. So we're, <laughs> we're already eating suspicious, right? <laughs> oh, he's going to meet everybody. No. Okay, so we are about to spark my first rolly here, and we have already smoked three joints, or at least the better part of three joints. I'm proud of us, guys. You know, and it's three monster joints. Those are right. These aren't true. Yeah, yeah. Mike, <laughs> standard. These are Mike joints. Yeah, if these someone, are ridiculous. If someone called that a toothpick joint, I'd slap them across. The <laughs> yeah. If you're tuning into the Twitch, you can probably tell that this is like this level of smokiness is usually what we hit, like maybe on the Patreon towards <laughs> <Yeah>. the end. <laughs> Not five minutes into the first episode, but. Our main episode today is an episode of Colin's Cryptids. What? Whoa, took out of left field. <laughs> uh, this is the first edition of Bigfoot. Oh, oh yes. We finally have Bigfoot. Finally we get God. the truth. I've <laughs> talked a lot about very many cryptids, you know, yeah. and I always shied away from the main cryptid, the poster boy, the, you know, most well-known. That's true. He really is the, the face of cryptids. Really? I mean, like, to be honest, though, he is, like, the most basic of the cryptids. Big, hairy beast man, essentially, yeah. whereas, like, a lot of the oh, other ones that we or covered... Woman. Or woman, yeah. a beast person, if you will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> humanoid, yeah. beast humanoid. Yeah, yeah, right. But, uh, but like a lot of them that are just like so, like the penangling, mm. where it's like, <laughs> yeah, specific, it's gonna take a crazy. while. It's gonna take a while before somebody uh, mentions <sighs> the penangling. Uh, but a beast man, that's pretty easy to be like, I think I saw a beast man. I mean, deep cut, if you know what the penangolin is, it's a vampire woman who dragged her <coughs> organs out of her body by her head. And, and she then would flew. Be a floating head with an organ trail attached to it. And then she would feed, and she would become so swelled up that she would have to soak in vinegar to put herself back into her body. It's a crazy cryptid. It is. Yeah. And I passed a woman today on the street. You smell like audition. vinegar? I swear, oh. dude. Reeked of vinegar. Like, she splashed apple cider vinegar up under my nose. And I was kind of like, did I just pass a panel? I think you did. <laughs> I think it's... I mean, I don't think it's possible because if memory serves, a penangling only comes out at night. Well, from the body. Leaves the body at night. But exactly. the day, during the daytime, it's just a bucket of guts, right? No. no during the, during the evening, it's a person. It's a yeah. It's a person who smells like vinegar. It works at Taco Bell. This is a normal girl that works at Taco Bell. Kind of smells funny, yeah, and then... Or maybe she is doing like an apple cider <coughs> vinegar cleanse or something like that. It's just like oozing out her pores. Maybe. Who's to say? We are in Hollywood. Yeah, that's <laughs> LA. LA. <laughs> I'm glad this... that we're finally getting to this because we have done a lot of like We've Bigfoot done... adjacent... And we've talked about him, and we even have people painting Bigfoot next to us. Our name is pretty synonymous with Bigfoot, but we've never done Bigfoot. Well, it's, I feel like we talk about it a lot because it's always like the plausible scenario. Like, oh, well, this could definitely be a case of Bigfoot. And, I For mean, sure. 
Is oh, I guess Colin's going to get into it eventually. Of course, yeah, but yeah. I was like, is Bigfoot only an American? Absolutely thing? not. Absolutely not. Or, I would think like the there might fa- be Bigfoot monsters in other places, but not if, native. If, if I can, yeah. Oh, yeah, by yeah. All means, the first one that comes to mind is the fucking uh, abominable snowman. Yeah, guy. the yeti, the, the abominable yeti, snowman, yeah, sure. the yowie. Uh, in Mexico, uh, uh, El Gigante. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Eligante, I love it. Yeah. Okay, so Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, Yowie, Skunk Ape, Wild Man, Hairy Man, the Isle Beast, the Idle Beast, the Clam Eater, the Tree Shaker, oh, the Cow Bear, I'm a clam eater. The, <laughs> the Mogollon Monster, the Dewey Lake Monster, or Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Aww. Where did the Clam Eater come from? I just gotta know what, who... How is he the clam eater? Like that guy buff dies. Yeah. You could tell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's got the older, mustache for Older it. cultures would uh, name him as his description. So if someone <laughs> had seen him eating clams out of the river, then they just n- called him the clam eater. <laughs> <laughs> the clam eater with average sized feet. <laughs> Same as, you know, the uh, tree shaker or the cow bear. The idea was that it terrorized their cows or, or the or sheep fucker. Uh, I didn't list sheep fucker. Uh, Tristan. I, I'm sorry. Sure heard that. <laughs> You're just imagining it in your mind. Okay. Uh, let's see. I do like that it like crosses a bunch of like different cultures. Like I feel like that's the cool thing about Bigfoot is that every culture has a Bigfoot, where not every culture has a Penangaling, like we were saying. Sure, definitely. Uh, I focused most of the stuff on, like, North America, but you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, There's been a minimum of 2,300 sightings in the U.S. and maybe as many as 3,313. The FBI even has a Bigfoot file and tested several hairs to see if they were uh, of questionable origin or not. That's Tristan right. talked about the hairs on the whole because there yeah. was like a new discovery that like files that were redacted were finally released and that yep. it was like came out that indeed they were testing but Bigfoot samples. I thought you said that they were related to like deer. Well, yeah, the the deer family. So like it could yeah, be some in like the deer genus, deer humanoid <laughs> thing. We don't know for sure. We've definitely come across cryptids that are like that. The Urkuts or whatever it was. I can't really remember the With the antlers and the snow and the stuff. You know, you listen to the podcast. (laughs) Some of you do. (laughs) Some of you just found us for the first time, and thank you. 1,177 of these sightings are in Washington, California, or Oregon alone. Yeah. West Coast. Why do you think? Pacific Northwest apparently is, you know, the land of the big feet or the it's, Sasquatch. It's like the most pleasantly it's, hospitable yeah, place for them. Yeah, There's not... Uh, not too hot, not too cold. Yeah, 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 You got that nice fog coming in every morning. And your this. property values are only going to go up. That's so. right. <laughs> and we got the best weed. Yeah, right. Dude, I bet you they grow some fucking killer weed. The big feet. <laughs> I mean, you know, their trees would have to be like 80 feet tall. Right. And could you imagine the size of the blunt or like <laughs> that they would roll just like you would imagine it would match size. They yeah. wouldn't be trying to hold on to this little joint. It would yeah. be like. Ours is about half the size of our foot and theirs would likely be half the size of theirs. Yeah. 
Well, maybe it's a bit redundant since we all have an image of Bigfoot in our mind. Maybe it's Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Or yes. maybe you've seen a local like carving or something like that. The Jack Lynx commercial. He's yeah. everywhere. Uh, but basically, <laughs> Bigfoot is described as a hairy, upright walking ape like creature, sometimes having brownish or reddish hair, sometimes described with red eyes, and sometimes described as having a skunk like scent. And that's the skunk monster guy. Yeah, that's the skunk ape for sure. My question, you might know the answer to this. You might get into it later. I don't know. <laughs> uh, do, are they believed to be like um, like the missing link or are they believed to be like a sub, like a branch off of something that we were also from or is it something it's, like... When you have many some, schools of thought, I think. Absolutely. Okay. When you have something as like far-reaching as Bigfoot, some people think that it's a mutated person. Some people think that it's a bear that has mange, simply. Some people would Mad say... Mad bear disease. Yeah. Some people think it's a leftover uh, hominid. So, like, we are hominids. Uh, so it would be, like, a common ancestor mm-hmm. that we might have, or, like, a really large ape. But The, go- the government made him do yeah, it could be it could be absolutely anything. Who's to say? Who's <laughs> to say? Right? Who among us is to say? Not I. <laughs> Not me. You? I never say. The listener? Uh, just a few like more like interesting things to know. People claiming to see one increased dramatically from the years two thousand to two thousand ten. Do you think There's that's a... just because of like population spike? Like so many more people are living in like the areas that used to be like just foresty i don't know because well i'll say a few more things that that's a good question to lead into my next thing although population should determine reported sightings the opposite is the is the case places with sparse populations report a much higher number of sightings okay so maybe the higher populations are pushing them out into these areas where there's like less population and then those people happen to see them like setting up shop Sure, and that's part of what makes Bigfoot so popular is the fact that he is sort of a, a, or they are sort of a symbol for <clears throat> climate change. Because when you talk about the existence of these creatures, you have to talk about you know humans crowding territories and mm-hmm. being in places that we didn't used to be and stuff like that. I've heard that a lot about um, like you know there's like weird sea creatures like washing up, and that's also like the theory is that like with global warming, like the pH balances are changing in the ocean, and so all these like mythical creatures that were all those little dicks washed up. You exactly. Saw that, you know, <laughs> on the fucking shore. Exactly. I saw that. <laughs> there was like a, a million fucking dicks. Okay. There were worms. There were some some yeah. creature, yeah, and they all looked oh. like dicks, and they just watched up. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the dildo market really took a hit that day. <laughs> Gross. Look, honey, I got you a dildo. It's a rotting sea creature. <laughs> Enjoy. And a dildo. <laughs> right? Multi-purpose. Uh, I thought this was interesting, too. Sighting rates are similar between locals... And tourists. Ah. So a lot of people were pointing to the fact that like, oh, well, of course these crazy old people like living in the woods who have heard the story of Bigfoot, of course they're out there seeing Bigfoot. So what I'm hearing is road trip to Washington, sponsored <laughs> by the viewers. We will go. We'll we put the work search. in. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Hours. Fuck yes. I'll go out there, make some Bigfoot calls, bang <laughs> on some trees. It's about to get real specific to one location in Northern California on the 
very edge of Oregon. So I mean, yeah, we've got it's Eureka. No, uh, <laughs> nice try though. Tried. I tried. <laughs> Uh, another interesting thing while we're on the topic of Bigfoot, uh, apparently Les Stroud, the survivor man, ah. believes in Bigfoot, and Jane Goodall has been reported what? as believing in the existence of Bigfoot. Although she did say it's strange that there aren't like physical remains of a Bigfoot anywhere. They're in the she, caves. She did still say that she wants to believe in Bigfoot. So. <laughs> caves are sub-earth, or maybe they have a ritual where they like do stuff with the bones maybe grind them into powder mm-hmm. that's their protein shake <clears throat> but yeah okay so we're gonna get into something really specific it's the most reputable footage that there is of bigfoot out oh, there oh god and rob's gonna play it for us in the twitch feed all more reason to tune into the twitch feed i mean obviously the picture is going to be on our instagram when <laughs> This episode releases probably, so you'll see it there too. But instant gratification if you're watching the Twitch feed. <laughs> oh, I mean, you can keep this is well, yeah. This is the famous frame of Bigfoot actually turning back to look at us. You'll see the start of the actual footage where we can watch Bigfoot walk through. If you've seen our newest uh, <laughs> promo commercial, Colin does a very good representation of this walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could be you. You, you could have got that part. <laughs> I would show up to a Bigfoot casting for sure. I wish it didn't have this weird like effect around it because it makes it this look is like... only for modern stabilization yeah. techniques. We uh, can watch the old footage, which is it's just a it's shaky as fuck. It okay. is indeed. This he's just got like a really cool walk though. Like that's not <laughs> like the Bigfoot when I was little. When I was little, Bigfoot was like different. You know, this one he's like fucking strolling. <laughs> he's chilling. He's got like he a blood like, in his hand. <laughs> Yeah, and then, yeah, like well, he's on his way. Let's get into it. What we're watching is called the Patterson Gimlin film. On October 20th, in 1967, in Northern California, 25 miles north of Orleans, California, along the banks of Bluff Creek, Roger Patterson and Robert Bob Gimlin would watch would catch 53 seconds of footage which showed what many believe to be a female Bigfoot walking away and at one point looking toward the men. Does she, does she, is there titties there? Yes. Oh, yeah, yes, indeed. Yes. They can tell by her hips the way she walks. <laughs> yeah. You know the hips don't lie. Yeah, they <laughs> <determined>, <laughs> for a reason, Rob. <laughs> they determined that she was female but based on both her size and because they she does have pronounced uh, breasts as well. So, a little background on these guys. Patterson had been interested in Bigfoot since 1959, and in 1961, when he heard tracks were spotted in the Bluff Creek area, he traveled there and interviewed a whole host of believers in 1962. Which I have to imagine, once you're looking for them, they're not hard to find. Right. <laughs> I imagine every lonely person in the woods is very happy to talk to you about right. Bigfoot. Finally, someone to hear the story that I love to tell. <laughs> Makes me think of uh, Blair Witch Project when they go find the old lady at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Oh, the Blair Witch was big and scary. 
I was down by the water with my father. <laughs> you guys remember? You remember that? Yeah. Blair Witch Project? Uh, I they, saw that in theaters. It's before they ever go out into the woods or anything. They're like interviewing yeah. townspeople about the Blair Witch and mm-hmm. the old lady. She's great. It's classic. I vaguely I mean, remember the old lady. The Blair Witch was the first of its kind. I remember coming out of the theaters being like, was it? <laughs> was, was it real? I, I thought it was real for the like next two days until my aunt who took me to see it was like no that's not real what are you thinking and I was like oh okay because I, I just because well, it was like, the first of its kind no one yeah, had ever been like here's it. found footage yeah. and then lied to us no one had lied to us like that before <laughs> they presented it as based on like a true story or something like that and so when I saw it in theaters, I didn't know what I was seeing. I thought it was going to be a comedy or something. I had no oh, idea. man, were you mistaken? <laughs> yeah, I was like, Blair Witch Project? Whatever. <laughs> you know what time it is? It's that time again to play another round of What's uh-huh. It Got on Rotten Tomatoes. <clears throat> I don't have my phone with me, so oh, somebody else is going to have right, to look it up. But I'm going to give it a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to cut you by 10 go 58 Okay. I'm going to go low. Yeah. 39. 39? I mean, I've got to say 74. All right. That's going to be be interesting. Drum roll. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? We don't get our answer. Oh, here it is. Oh, what's it going to be? 87%! They love it, ladies and gentlemen. They think it's incredible. I don't remember it being that good. Oh, I thought it was... I I think it's just because it's the first of its kind, you know? You have to give it credit where... Where credits do. Right. Yes, it's a shoot. I grew up watching real horror movies, dude. Like Jason and fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The old Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know, like, those were scary to me. When I saw this, I was like... Really? But, like, going into it, you know that it's, like, a fake movie. Like, you know Jason doesn't really exist. You know Freddy Krueger doesn't really exist. His mom's real. The (laughs) cam's real. Before Jason (laughs) got crazy, the original Friday the 13th is, like, a great concept. Because it's all real. It's it's just a... a, Oh, that's Freddy. I'm fucking... Freddy's in your dreams. Yeah. (laughs) Pedophile? Was that right? Like, Basically, okay. anyway, whoa, <laughs> that shit went dark real quick. It's the assumed pedophile. Right, that's kind of what the right? movie's alluded I to, remember. I feel like. Sharp turn away <laughs> from the pedophile discussion. Uh, he would return, Patterson would return in 1964, and he himself would find fresh tracks. Fresh tracks. Bigfoot tracks, ladies and gentlemen. What, what, what? Did it say, like, Feet tracks, or was it like scat tracks? Like was feet it like tracks, yeah, like footprints. Smelling the, the poop like, in, in soft soil. It's been Just, here but five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Trail of turns. He described it as a scintillating experience. Oh my god, he totally smelled poop. <laughs> Over the years, Patterson would invest thousands of hours and dollars founding the Northwest Research Foundation as a collective so that it could fund his expeditions. In May or June of 1967, he began filming a docudrama about cowboys hunting for Bigfoot, led by their Native American guide, who of course was played by a white guy in a wig. Pretty sure it was Gilman, or Gimlin. 
So he's out there doing research and he's like, you know what? While we're out here, the beautiful locale, scenery, we just need some costumes and we got a movie, guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, apparently that day, between 1.15 and 1.40, uh, on October 20th, they came to a massive overturned sequoia. Upon rounding the tree, they saw the female Bigfoot known only as Patty, and they described her as being six foot six and leaving both men in a moment of shock. Patterson spent nearly 20 seconds getting off his horse and gathering his camera. And Patterson would later describe the creature's expression as contempt and disgust as it turned to look at them three times, only once on film, for the famous Frame 352. She's like, oh, take a picture, it'll last longer. Stop staring. (laughs) Her name's Patty? Patty. They introduce... (laughs) <laughs> she was I, like let the world know i'm patty <laughs> leave me alone yeah i guess that's just the name that they and assigned stick to sticks, her dude i mean I've, I've seen girls bigger than that at the club but sure easily yeah, yeah. stick sticks fucking 280 sexy with some heels on <laughs> little hairy it's all right, right you can't really see her feet she yeah. could be in like some stilettos or something A maybe solid. that's why she's got a weird walk going on her way to work <laughs> <laughs> i definitely feel like you can see a better detail of the bigfoot in the still image because this you can actually see breasts breasts yeah yeah i mean yeah it's a very famous image for sure yeah i never i never even thought to look you know mm-hmm. That's my own prejudice. (laughs) (laughs) The creature would disappear into the trees, and the men would lose it after less than a mile. The whole encounter would last less than two minutes. I feel like if you're going to follow some tracks, that would be the time to do it. They're not going to get any fresher than that. Well, when they they, uh, lost her or whatever, they traveled back to their camp to get plaster to make casts of the footprints. Mm -hmm. So they made a cast of both the left footprint and the right footprint noted the distance and the stride and things like that so yeah and 50 years later the footage uh still hasn't been disproven it hasn't necessarily been proven per se but there's never been anybody who can definitively say that it is a fake there's no like strong evidence to point out that it is. It's crazy. It just has like such strong gorilla features. And like, I've definitely yeah. seen videos of gorillas chilling, walking upright like that, carrying like a log to and fro. Even when they of, do that, though, they, they have a gate that's like this. You know what I mean? Maybe this they, one's from a different neighborhood, though. <laughs> <laughs> this one's in a hurry. Yeah. Or she's from a different neighborhood. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's classy. She, she, <laughs> yeah, she's very upright, you know, for any primate that exists. I mean, she still is kind of, has kind of like a forward lean. Like yeah. It's not completely erect. For sure. Who's to say? Strongest evidence that Bigfoot exists is this video right here. Or maybe it just looks like that because she's got a big butt. And so <laughs> like forward. I don't know. We'll never know, Tristan. So yeah, that's just... Uh, well, we could find out if... The viewers and the listeners want to send us to Washington. Uh, we yeah. can fund our trip and, and, you know what I mean, get the supplies we need, the weed, the food, <laughs> yeah. everything. If yeah. Mike's coming, we're going to need at least yeah. three or four ounces. What <laughs> <laughs> better way to lure it out than, like, we got blunts, yo. Yeah. <laughs> and snacks. Yeah, blunts, blunts and, and snacks. snacks. That's... 
That seems to follow the Harry and the Hendersons. That's model. the key to anybody's heart. <laughs> uh, apparently, Even if they don't know it. Gimlin was cut out of the deal after the movie was made, uh, and all he got from this was like harassment and negativity for Aww. the most part until after about 2010. He started attending Bigfoot conferences and talked a few times about his experience. Found his people. Yeah, I suppose. But uh, he maintains that it is all true. The other guy, Patterson, uh, passed away, still maintaining that the video was true. They encountered a Bigfoot, etc. And I just like to point that out because I feel like Gimlin was kind of screwed out of the deal. Mm-hmm. Well, at least the movie deal. Yeah. And they also trademarked the term Bigfoot uh, at that time. So is, Was that movie distributed? Like, you could go find it and watch it? I'm not sure. It was copied seven times. I know that much. Okay. And yeah. the original got lost in translation somewhere as it, like, got bought by different movie houses right. back and forth. Well, I wonder if it was any good. Like, the concept the loneliest film real. I mean, <laughs> if we find it, if we find it online... We can live stream our watching of it. <laughs> the original, if the we original find the original. Bigfoot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be some uh, Nick Cage, uh, what's that movie? Treasure. Face off? No, Treasure Underneath. Oh, like, National Washington. Treasure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In order to find this video? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, at least the kid of 331 has access to that. <laughs> exactly. They scooped it up. <laughs> but yeah. So that guy, I feel like, had only negative stuff come to him from this. So I feel like if anybody would have been motivated to come clean. But I will say, he knows the truth. Like, if he really saw it, like, who cares what everyone else thinks? Like, you seen it. Who you seen it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how I feel about, like, you know, if aliens or what, any, you know, anybody could naysay me. But, like, you know the truth, so... I, you know, just relish in, in you having the true knowledge over the other people. Yeah. The, uh, I can't remember what it stands for, but the BFRO is a Bigfoot uh, searching organization or whatever. And they uh, are, like, behind looking for this all the time. There's several other organizations that are out there. There's been multiple TV shows. Apparently there was, like, a fervor for it in the 70s and the 80s. So it's just Bigfoot's everywhere. I included the Idol Beast as one of the names because when I went to Idol Wild, California, you can see as you go up the mountain, they list like, watch out for the Idol Beast. And it's like all purple on the sign and big hairy things. So they have their own there too. So there's no telling how many different iterations of Bigfoot or I mean, Sasquatch there are. The Idol Beast itself is purple? I don't know. It's, all, oh, it's purple okay. on the sign. <clears throat> oh, okay. It's, I think it's probably like a normal Bigfoot. They just put it in purple on the sign. I'm about to say. It might be like Snuffleupagus or something. Right? Grimace? <laughs> At least that Bigfoot's trademark too, so maybe they just don't want to pay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. That's why there's so many reiterations. Yeah. Shit, we can't call it the Bigfoot. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of like whiskey and that has an insane amount of names. That's not even listing all any of the like uh, native language names. When was the first... Bigfoot sighting. Bigfoot has for sure been around for at least 400 years in recorded history. But before that, there's no telling how far it goes back. There's a bunch of different things I looked up that were like, uh, I saw a list that was like the best evidence for Bigfoot. 
And there are several different videos that you can check out and be the judge of whether it's total garbage or whether it's legit. But mostly the like most legitimate stuff that I see are like mountain climbers in the Himalayas see really large footprints or I don't know. I mean, I imagine that it's plausible that there is a society of people out there or beings out there because like we are still like discovering new like tribes and stuff like that all the time. Like unbeknownst to us, there is a tribe of people living there. There, I mean, I've mentioned it before on the show. There was a monkey discovered in Africa within the last like two years that was unknown to science <laughs> until the last two years. And it's not a small monkey. It's not like a teeny tiny hide in the tree monkey. No, it's like a baboon sized monkey and no one knew about it until last year. So there's definitely stuff hiding in the little corners of the earth and who's right. to say. Hmm. Uh, a lot of people say that there's not a population big enough to support genetic diversity, so it could Who said there was genetic diversity? We don't know what's going on. We well, don't know how they like, get down. Keep it going or whatever. So some people say it's like the remnants of what was once a full-on thing, but now... Oh, that's sad to left. think about, that like they're dying out, like there's only a few left and they can't really breed together because they're so closely related. They're so far apart. Well, yeah. anytime there's a footprint, it's only one Bigfoot, too. So, you yeah. know, there's not two of them holding hands and shit. You know Aww. what I mean? Or with the kids. About. That's why, it's you know. It's alone. Yeah. Or she, she, some love. she. Yeah. They, Very lonely life. <laughs> <laughs> like, she looked back a couple times. They didn't, like, try to, like, engage her or whatever. So, she's like, ah, fine. And just, like, walked off. She's like, continue my lonely existence. Maybe it's just, like... The Bigfoot society is driven by like really choosy females, and that's why they're always so avoiding us because they're like, "Oh, what a disgusting-looking Bigfoot male!" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. They're like, "Look how hairless so that tiny bald. little male is." That's the disgust that we see. Exactly. <laughs> I like the idea though that if they are so far apart and so rare to meet, that uh. Maybe they uh, have, like, the best mating ritual ever. Like, they see each other on the edge of the forest, and then, like, the male starts, like, clapping his hands and starts, like, dancing in a circle. You and me, baby, Doing some flamingo. <laughs> I, would, I would just picture him just going up and just fuck taking it, you know? What I mean? <laughs> just, like, just the like least ceremonious. Yeah. <laughs> like a big old boner pops out of that hair. And oh. he, just, he just fucks hard. <laughs> oh, the big dumb ones always fuck, right? <laughs> And then he just walks away, you know. That's why there's one set of footprints, you know. Fucking, <laughs> he was done. <laughs> but yeah, that's the long and short on this edition of Collins Cryptids Bigfoot. I'll call this part one. I don't have a planned part two yet, but there's so much more about Bigfoot. There's also the Eight Valley incident, which I won't go into now because I'm going to have something for next time. That's true. Sure, yeah. And um, there's lots of other instances of Bigfoot, but that's the long and short on the uh, Patterson-Gimlin movie. The, probably most famous evidence for Bigfoot's existence. Yeah, I'm just, I'm also of the opinion or mindset of like, why isn't there remains of these things you know that's the the most skeptics thing is that there aren't fossils or what have you yeah yeah i lean to if that's 
if they do exist, I lean towards the fact that they like live in an underground society or cave system and like they only come out once in a while, <clears throat> maybe to go from like cave entrance to cave entrance or something like that. And then other than that, you're not really seeing them a whole lot. But then I also <laughs> have to think like the caves thing are so much bigger than the Bigfoot themselves. Why haven't we stumbled upon one of these? Caves, one of these tunnels. Are Maybe they have, you? and you don't come out of that cave. Right, there's so <laughs> many you know unexplored caverns and stuff, and sometimes it's just too scary for people to want to go down that way, or it's sure. like, yeah. And then in the deep earth, Rob. In the deep earth. <laughs> Maybe they know a secret rock to push, and then they like get into a secret tunnel that we don't even know about. I mean, I guess that is the, all things are possible. <laughs> all things are possible through <laughs> high mystery. <Yeah. laughs> but like, yeah, I'm just that's another reason why it's so hard for me to believe that these things are just walking among us because it's like, do we explore? We fucking we we are up and down everywhere in that forest. You know, we camp. We. We're helicoptering over. I mean, they're We're always still, around. I mean, that's how, you could say the same thing. How do we lose people? Yeah. How right. do people get lost there? Like, <laughs> We're not everywhere. There's still places in the world that are like unreachable, untouchable, untamable. Sure, right. but I mean, in the Pacific Northwest, we're up and down that. Yeah, there's a lot of mountains. And shit. Yeah, it's true in caves. Sure. And, sure. Know, I mean. And you can't really spot anything from the sky through all that dense tree cover. Right. So, yeah. So no, Rob. I'm just, no, they can't exist, Rob. I'm not saying they can't. <laughs> I'm just saying these are the things that I'd be like, why? Why haven't we done this yet? Wow. I believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> they're really strong. Maybe they're, they can block the boulders and shit. Yeah. See? They can block the indicative. Clever. Yeah, <laughs> they got they got rock costumes. Yeah, I definitely like the idea that they're super smart and super organized, and they just don't want to mess with us. <laughs> they, they've seen us ruin everything that we touch. It's not untrue. What you thought was your roommate inside the fridge <laughs> is holding a furry little similar self. It turns out a Bigfoot did indeed break into your kitchen, oh. and they ate all your ho-hos. This guy. But it's okay, because you got to hang out with Bigfoot. Uh, that's it for another episode of High Mystery. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. I'm Mike. And I'm Robert. Thanks so much for listening. We love you. New episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash highmystery for exclusive episodes every Friday. Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at highmystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.